you got to stop saying it's hard. Unless it is from a point of being excited about the very thing, about the prospect, about you only do things because they're hard. That's exactly what you want. A major concept of Taoism is the idea of duality. I think about this a lot. I think a lot of Westerners don't think about it enough. But according to the Tao, everything has opposing sides from one another. Whether it is biological, boy-girl, physical, hot-cold, moral, good-bad, the universe is full of opposites. When these opposites are combined, existence is the result. So really, opposites define each other. You can't have one without the other. They belong on the same coin. They're two sides. Think about a coin real quick. It's not a coin unless it has two sides. It, it needs a second side. Otherwise, it's just like a flat piece of metal. Everything is defined by the other thing it's not. That's what defines everything. The reason that matters and the reason you need to stop saying it's hard is because 99% of the time when I hear people say that, and I'm sure when most people say it, they say it from a perspective of, well, I want to avoid that, or that's not ideal, or it's not worth the effort, or it's unfavorable, or whatever it is. It's basically a negative pejorative when they say it's hard. But here's the thing. Everything in your life that you deem as valuable has come from something that is hard, was hard to attain, or is scarce. Somebody else had to produce it and put a lot of hardness into it. You had to acquire money to pay for it, etc. Everything that you value is defined by its scarcity. And we know this. When we're given everything in the world, or if we're just given all the money in the world, and we wake up tomorrow thinking, what do we do with ourselves? We have existential crisis. If you eat all the food, there's a point where the food is poison and you don't enjoy it. It's that idea of, oh, you want to smoke cigarettes? Okay, well, you're going to smoke five packs until you're so sick and disgusted that you never want to smoke a cigarette again. Everything is defined in nature by opposing ends of the spectrum. You have full left end of the spectrum, full right end of the spectrum, and then you have what Aristotle called the golden mean somewhere in the middle. That's generally where we belong and where most things belong, because that's the optimal dose of not too much and not too little. But you can't know what that middle is, what that golden mean is, if you don't know what the far extremes are. So the thing about hard things is that they're exactly what you should desire and pursue in life. There's this concept known as proof of work, which is made popular through Bitcoin, but it's really an analogy for life. Everything that has value has a certain amount of proof of work invested into it because that again proves it's valuable, it's real, it has resources put into it and therefore we covet it. If it doesn't have resources put into it or if it's too ubiquitous, it's available everywhere, we don't value it. The very basics, supply and demand and scarcity and economics 101. So the, um, the real point here is when you value something, you want to make money or be famous or you want to start a new business or do this thing, or you want a sexy body and you come at it saying, well, that's hard. It takes a lot of time. The reality is you don't actually want the thing because if you were given the thing without the hardness, without the proof of work necessary, and here's a real big drum roll, please. This is a very important point here. If you didn't earn that thing, if you didn't in some way invest the proof of work necessary to acquire that thing, in a way that respects natural law of supply and demand, scarcity, 
in Taoism. You won't appreciate that thing. And it's very likely to make you miserable because then you get this thing and you don't really appreciate it and it doesn't fulfill you the way you thought it would. And then you're miserable. <laughs> hard things is the proof of work. It's the really, really hard months of effort to generate the thing that you want. Maybe the body you want or whatever. And we see this in people that try to skip proof of work. It always rings a little hollow or fake. It's that counterfeit. It's that fiat. It's that those fake lips, the fake butts, the fake boobs, the fake huge biceps where they just inject steroids into their arm. And what that does is it circumvents proof of work. It's that desire for a quick fix. And generally the people that pursue those means to an end they think is there never actually get the end because they're still discontented. They're still miserable. They don't have true appreciation for the very thing that they thought they wanted that they now have because they didn't invest proof of work necessary to appreciate that thing, to earn that thing, which is, as Dawa shows us, exactly connected to how much we value and appreciate it and how much it fulfills us. That's why they say life is about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, we speed around so much trying to get to some some arbitrary destination, so a certain amount of money or fame or this or whatever. And we see throughout history, and if we just study lottery winners, which I'll tell you about in a second, we see that anytime any human comes into money or fame or something overnight, it usually destroys them because it is a violation of the proof of work and the Taoist concept of duality, which is just a natural universal way that mother nature does her thing. If you circumvent that, you have fragilities that manifest and there's really nothing. I mean, I wouldn't say there's nothing you do about it. Like obviously some people that were child stars, maybe they were well-adjusted and they figured it out, but really they would be the exception rather than the rule. Anybody that comes into things like lottery runners in almost all of the cases of lottery runners, there's research around this. It's some high number. It's like maybe 90% or whatever. Most lottery winners end up not only broke or where they were before, but most of them end up in debt and worse off later on after winning the lottery because they come to a bunch of money. They didn't earn that money. They don't know how to respect it or use it. And then they spend it and that leads to more spending and they don't plan ahead. And then before you know it, they've taken out a bunch of loans and they're this, that, and they have all these expensive things and all, all these tax liabilities, blah, blah. And then they're in debt and they're worse off and they're miserable. They would have been better off had they just not won the lottery. I see this all the time in budding entrepreneurs and people that want to build things. They talk about a business plan or this or that. And they talk about that's hard, that's hard. And it's fine to understand the hard things and to even have criticisms of ideas and pursuits. You need to do your analysis, absolutely. But that's not generally where this kind of thought process comes from. It usually comes from a place of them wanting an end goal. They want the freedom of a business and they want the money and all the cool things. But they're focused on like how hard it's going to be to get there when what they don't understand is how hard it is going to be to get there is exactly what you want. Because if you were going to come into money or success or fame or whatever, the easy way, it will destroy you. This is a violation of natural law. You have to earn things to appreciate them. It's very simple. You have to earn things to appreciate them. That's kind of the thesis here. You have to earn things to appreciate them. Make sure you get all the updates over at thebetterhuman.co to get the Better Human newsletter, which will include links to the podcast, but also an every other day email full of value 
to help you opt out of the system to think for yourself, to become a little bit more resilient and better. That's the betterhuman.co. And today's show is sponsored by Organifi. Let's thank them. They have organic superfoods that come in a simple, easy to add to water sachet, which for me, that's a big thing. And I really love the gut restore and the coconut water powder, which I use as an electrolyte drink that I put into my morning water bottle that I have right here. You can probably hear it. Okay. No joke. It's in there. The powder's in there and the coconut. And I put a little bit of uh, orange juice and then I put some of my buddy Barton's upgraded formulas, which is another brand that sponsors the show. It's great stuff. I put that in here and I drink this every day. It's amazing. I now am waking up 7 to 8 a.m. It's resetting my schedule. It's how I get started in the day. It's just done a bunch of things. To support the show and get 20% off your entire order, which is massive, that's a fifth, go to O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, Organifi.com slash better human, and then use the code better human. Final thought of the day is when you talk about hard things, say it with excitement and only say it or think it if you're thinking about it positively, productively, and as the thing that you want. So really, if you're going to start a business or do something, you should actually find what is the hardest way to get there. That doesn't mean you take that route. It will actually benefit you because even when you find ways to do it more cost-effectively or time-effectively, like you're always trying to get to that goal with as little energy as possible. But the reality is in the world today with 8 billion humans, that's just not really the path to success. The path to success is taking the hard, hard route that nobody else is willing to do or few are willing to do. That's where the opportunity lies. And that's only going to become more true in the future as more humans are born and get access to the global economy through the internet. And the fact that any kid in Africa can literally become an amazing artist or graphic designer or this or that or whatever. It's going to continually make it so that the cream that rises to the top to be successful in a market with 8 billion humans all competing is to continually do harder things than somebody else. And finally, if there's anything in your life you're procrastinating on, if it's hard, if it's just that, Take that as a sign to go do it now. Go hard, get it done. When I'm tired, the only thing I think about is I need to go exercise. I've actually been able to rewire my brain. It used to be, I would say, oh, I'm tired. And oh yeah, I need a rest day. I I just won't do anything. (laughs) I'm telling you, I feel like a different person. The person that used to say that to now, like my entire thought process around that kind of laughs at that. I now, when I'm tired, crave exercise, crave going outside, lifting some weights, walking in the grass, doing some handstands, maybe going for a short jog or a run or whatever. And then bam, soon after my energy's back. It kind of, again, applies to today's topic. It's just a good thing you should do anyways, but it kind of applies to today's topic because the thing that I don't want to do, I don't want exercise because I'm tired. I don't have energy. And I go do that thing anyways. I take that even as a cue. That's what I should do. And then bam, I get energy and I get health and I get fitness thebetterhuman.co. Get on the freaking newsletter. It's a game changer every other day. It'll blow your mind. Thanks for watching, listening, subscribe, and I'm going to see you in the next one.